episode 425. Thank you all for listening to episode 424, Cooper's Rush to Stardom. I am Graylin Mark, here with my Hi, guest co-host. He wouldn't even let me finish. See, he's, oh, just, sorry. he's so I thought, excited. I, he's so I, excited. I'm so excited. So, no, because, like, you y'all, like, like you, you toss it to the next guy, and they they say their thing. So I thought that you were going to do that. I didn't know I was going to have, like, a special intro, because I'm not Look, special. Of course, Whatever. you are special. Ah, our, sure. our, our favorite vegetable, Peapod. Yes, there you go. <laughs> and your friendly neighborhood, Peapod. Hi, how are you? I'm great, man. Is that a, I didn't even, I just noticed this now. Is that an old school WWF shirt? So, uh, I'm happy like you it. mentioned that because I like to, I like to plug a great, uh, 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 creator. He goes under the name Hall Hogan. So like Hall H U L L Hogan K O G A N on Instagram. And he and he makes uh, a handful of like great shirts. He has this. He has another one that says it's instead of saying madness, it says sadness. Um, he's done a lot of great like shirts and uh, also like sometimes stickers and gear. He's great. Go follow him on Instagram. He does great work. He's a he's a very cool cat in the south. Um, yeah, we, we became like internet friends, and uh, I I I wore his. Uh, I ordered and wore his. Um, Gus, Mr. Gusset Plate shirt uh, that he did uh, a few months back, especially for our, our RPW show in Detroit earlier this year at Harpo's, which was a lot of fun. So, but yeah, he recently uh, gave me a nice little care package and uh, gave me this cool, like retro old school, like with his, his like vibe of a WWF logo. So yeah, dude, I love it. And yeah, I, I just looked him up on, on Instagram. Yes. You know, at Hall Kogan. And, Hall uh, Kogan. Exactly. H-U-L-L-K-O-G-A-N. And then I see it Twitter, and I'm wondering which one is his. There's Hall Drools and Senile Hogan. I hope he's Senile Hogan. I, I don't know if he's on Twitter at all. I follow him and talk to him on Instagram, so. Uh, if this is him, created professional wrestling and saw it was good, then I created John Cena in my own image. Congrats to Black Goldberg on winning the IC title on Nitro, brother. He's talking to Bobby Lashley. <laughs> All right. I might have to just follow. I, this might not be him, but I might have to follow this guy. Follow him on principle. Just on principle. So thank you, Hall. Kogan. So, um, and I got to thank some other people too. So I got to thank Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Instagram and Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing, the first sponsor of Over the Line Podcast. Go to allworkclothing.com. Mention Over the Line Podcast. He's going to hook you up with that merchandise deal. He gives us shit all the time. I still got the old school OTL hoodie. I think I gave you one of these, Peapod. I have one of those. I, I wear it a lot for my morning walks because it's, it's kind of chilly in Northwest Ohio, especially down yes. this year and especially at like five some in the morning. Oh, I bet. I bet, man. And so thank you to Brandon at Allwear. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. I, I need you on this one. I need you on this one, Peapod. So mm-hmm. give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not Sheboygan, Michigan. I like it. I haven't been there in ever. I just like saying Sheboygan. Sheboygan. It reminds me of what is that family guy when he says, uh, <laughs> but it's not, you know, Shaboopy is what he's oh, saying. Shaboopy. Shaboopy. Yeah. It's so, like a dance number. Yes, it is. Fa- family guy references. Wow. What a, what a, oh. what a, what a show. Uh, yeah. See, you got, you ever watch, you ever watch the Orville with oh, yeah. Farland? Fucking. God, see my, what a, yes. Yes. He is, he is my driver club cover. Yes. Along with the, uh, the old Nesquik bunny. He covers my three wood. I found him, go. the Nesquik bunny. I found him fun fact at an antique store for $6. Wow. It was worth it. Cause those damn club head covers are like 30, 40 bucks. So I will take the six. I, I would say fuck that, but I recently bought. So I got recently back into magic, the gathering. Nice. So I, I mean, right. I mean, right now is actually a great time to get back great in time. And like, and like I bought myself a nice little, like, deck box Love which it. was like 20 bucks but it's like leather and heavy magnet like listen to this listen to this so it like he- snaps. I-, I didn't hear it all right hold on, hold on it's not picking it up it's what i can't believe it 
You must have like, dude, that whatever. mic is just super duper. I guess I whatever. It doesn't pick up background is, noise. The point is, I recently got into Magic Gathering and they have like a new way to play and whatnot and just like a whole bunch of other things and it's crazy. So I've gotten back into it. So wasting money on something like something like that to hold something. I at, at one point I'd be like, nah, it's dumb. And then I'm like, nah, that's not dumb. I get it. Yeah. Flare. Flare. Dude, so you you know you play Magic the Gathering, and yes. that's you know you put money into that. I put money into real golf, like too much money of my life into real golf and time. Right. But I love it; it's a hobby for me. And then I play a lot of uh, PlayStation golf. So See, there you go. I, I play with the Shiv and and Brandon, uh, form from the former podcast, the Grown Ups, and uh, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. And uh, they they they're fun we play almost every night and the new 2k23 tiger woods pga tour is coming out mm. in uh at the end of the week actually it comes out um i think it comes out that well no next week excuse me it comes out on the 14th but see, if you bought it pre-ordered you get access on the 11th so obviously you know what i'll be doing on the 11th is playing golf new golf and uh for those that care uh, Michael Jordan is a playable character. So I'm looking forward to that. I hope he has a cigar, <laughs> yellow eyes, and, you know, gambling. <laughs> he probably, wonder Don, I wonder if Donald Trump will be a, a lockable character. Oh God, I hope not. No offense to, you know, well, yeah, all offense to the Don. All offense. I hope you take all of it. And I hope you listen to this show, you man. The... <laughs> I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find the overline. I don't know. That's terrible. I'm gonna find the overline podcast. There you go. It's gotta be the greatest. You got it. I'm gonna destroy them. I'm gonna press the button. It's gonna be huge. And I'm gonna own them. It'll be huge. We're gonna build a firewall, and it's not gonna be out there anymore. We're gonna make Mexico pay for it. Yep. Yeah. We're 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 gonna make the grown-ups pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) So. Uh, love those guys. Um, and we got a few more people. Thanks to Sparty Steve, uh, biggest financial supporter of the show. Couldn't do it without him. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. I got to leave this to me. So go to amazon.com, mention Connell Barrett, and look for Dating Sucks, but you don't. If you don't have the book, you need to get it now. Does your dating life suck? I know Peapods doesn't. My dating life doesn't suck. But I know several guys out there whose dating lives just, they're, they're not good. So they need to get up there. We know it helped. Uh, we had the Shiv. So baby Shiv, Shiv Jr., he got the book. He got the book at our 300th episode. Use the book on his college campus. He's got all the ladies. If you want all the ladies, but he's getting ready to go steady, you got to get Connell's book. Dating sucks, but you don't. Get it on Amazon. Buy the hardcover. Buy the, the paperback. And if not, just get it on Kindle. Get the audio book. There's an audio book. Get it wherever books are sold. But you know, we, we try to promote Amazon just because that's where he gets most of his credit. So get the book dating sucks, but you don't. All right. So Peapod, it's been a minute and I know yes. we've been just, we've already been going into everything. There's been so much going on and I hope, I hope Cody can join us. And we started talking today. So I just got to mention, did you happen to look into any of that? What I was telling you about Adam Cole on Twitch, <laughs> like all this shit going on in AEW. Oh man. Adam Cole just playing, playing Mario man. on Twitch. Brother, Twitch brother's injuries. And he's just playing, playing on Twitch. Just having, just happy to be here. And I feel like, and I feel bad. And I feel bad for AEW because 2023 has been a rough year for them, but Hills and valleys. That's all it is. And, you know, a, a three-year-old company is going to have these growing pains and things like that. We can go on and on and on. Oh, yeah. uh, but you know what? I it, It's troubled times. I It's, you know, troubled waters. I think the, they, they will navigate through it. They're doing their best they can with the tools they got. And they're going to go from there. And, I, you know, Dynamite has been really good. I mean, they've got above a, a million viewers for six weeks in a row. Uh, they, they, they went under a million last week, but you know, there's a thing called a hurricane, which is slightly more important than pro wrestling. Just wild. So, you know, I, I get it. Like Cody Rhodes left whole mess of injuries. CM Punk decided to be, you know, shows true colors that he's always showed. And we're going to get into that too. Cause that's fucking shit. Holy (laughs) crap. Like, oh man, like being unprofessional and then getting in the fight with the elite, which is still like. Third party. Do we, do we know any? Do we know anything like legit, or do you have your best guess on to what happened outside of CM Punk provoked it and 
you know, all this shit went down and all I know, all I know is what everybody else knows. Like, okay. and, and my, and my theory is this punk is injured again. I highly okay. doubt, I highly doubt he will come back. If he does in any sort of a sort of way, it's going to be on a real tight leash. If, if Tony Khan will do that. Um, I know Tony Khan. I mean, they've recently have like a little bit more structure doing a lot more things. Tony Khan is showing a little bit more of a, you know, uh, more, uh, assertive side, <laughs> excuse me. And, um, it's, it's the best you can do. Like, I I appreciate Tony Khan for what he is, and he's you know he's I mean yeah he's a money mark that's what he is and I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny that I'm not gonna say oh he's the best booker and not and no he's having fun with the toys he has and I don't blame him and I think it's great um nobody really expected but we're not surprised at all about the Vince McMahon scandal and 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 Triple H getting the book and like bringing his toys back into play which is great and all, but also like, I'm not going to go crawling back to WWE anytime soon. Cause there's no, nothing over there that, that I find uh, fascinating. Nope. And you know, you're, you're right about WWE. It's, I mean, the smartest thing I think they do or that they have done is kept the belt on Roman for now. And they're building like an actual stable around him. Now I don't know. <laughs> I know you haven't watched. I, I uh, follow though. I follow. You follow. Okay. So I know so, what's going on. So you know what's going on with the bloodline. So like, I'm kind of just half interested in why Sami Zayn is in the bloodline, like the honorary ooze. He said, cause you need a token white dude. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, all right, you got Roman. You got the Usos, you got their, their brother, their actual brother, Solo Sokoa. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he's like, I'm like, great. You know, they got these guys. I think there's one other U- Uso brother, um, one other Fatu uh, that they got to get up. He, he uh, well, looks- well, uh, the Fatu brother is uh, uh, the, the Fatu brother is in MLW and he That's does on I the independence. There's a couple of Fatus still on the indie scene. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. I feel like they just kind of pop up like weeds. What? I just like, oh, there's another Fatu. Oh, okay. oh there it is. There's because there's four of them. So, um, gosh, which one is? It? I think it is. Well, uh, I think it's Jacob Fatu. There's Jimmy J, obviously Joseph and Jeremiah. So, the uh, man, that's Je- Jeremiah. That's got to be. Pretty sure that's. Huh. Is that uh uh Solo Sokoa? Sam, uh, they're also the they're also nephews of Sam and oh, that's um, Umanga as uh, Umanga, yeah, Umanga, Umanga. Uh, oh god, he's the best. Yeah, so Joseph is Solo Sokoa, and then Jeremiah is the last of the brother, but he's a businessman, actor. And son of Rakishi. So I don't know what he does business wise, but he's the other one. So who's really so who's Jacob Fatu then? I think in that in that family tree. Is he related to the Rock more or is he part of like Rakishi? He's probably Umaga's kid or something. Uh no wait, Sam Fatu is his dad. He's a retired wrestler. So he's a someone someone put together a family tree of the Fatus. I'm sure there's a Fatu, so Oh man, yeah, that's wild. Sam Fatu, retired wrestler, so he's fifty six. Holy shit! The dad, fifty six. The dad, yeah, right. I'm like, that's young. That's young. Good for him getting out so young, though. Yeah, because Jacob, uh, how old's Jacob now? He doesn't even have an age on here. He was trained by guess who, Rakishi. Well, yeah. Are you shocked? No, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think you would be. Oh man, yeah, it doesn't have like where his who his family members are. Huh. He's got to be he's one of the cousins because you got probably, Dwayne, whatever. Yokozuna. The, the point is, the point is the whole bloodline thing. I I really think that they're 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 waiting out because they're gonna push Cody Rhodes to the moon. Obviously, mm-hmm. when he comes back, he's winning the rumble. If he's back by rumble, he's winning the rumble. He's gonna go to Mania, he's gonna beat Roman. He's gonna he's gonna win the titles. He, he does the dream because he won the world title and his father and da, 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 da. like I get it, man. Like he brings back the big belt. I don't maybe. I know I know they were rumoring about a whole title uh change uh title look change, which yeah. I'd be okay with, honestly. 
I hate the title. I don't like the current titles. Um, you know, it, it it tells you something if when when your best titles were looking at like was like the NXT UK title or the former NXT title. Oh well, they changed it a little bit. They they got rid of all the colors, so it looks actually kind of decent. Um, the North American title I still think is beautiful. Oh, that's that's titles, my favorite one. Oh yeah, the North American that one's awesome. The AEW titles are pretty cool looking. Um, you know, like uh, the WWE title. I mean, eh, I miss the big gold. I miss big fucking huge gold. Like it looks like a title, like just heavy as hell. That's why I love the AEW world title. Cause it's like, it's massive. Like it makes sense. It's a world title. It's got to look over the top obnoxious. It needs to. And I misspoke. My favorite title that WWE, under the overarching WWE brand used to be the IC with the white strap. Oh, and then yeah. of course, and then of course I love the winged eagle that you know Bret Hart had, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. But now it's the NXT UK championship. Oh, that's a good well, which is now no longer in existence, which I is guess. No longer, yeah. So, you know, it's it's a it's a shame because they, they're gonna close down the NXT UK and relaunch it as NXT Europe. Or whatever. Yeah. If I, I hope sure. And that title was cool. I love the title. I thought it was gorgeous. I thought it was very unique. It was very it was kind of very European, honestly, but like it looked really nice. And that's and that's the thing. But you know, I you know, AEW is doing 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 well. Um, I think also bring on Ring of Honor. Unfortunately, if the if Warner Brothers and Discovery wasn't doing the merger, I think Ring of Honor would have TV by now. Way by now, but I think the merger kind of fucked up things yep. so that's why you have kind of like a weird like sometimes ring of honor sometimes AEW, and ring of honor seems like a subsidy of AEW right now instead of its own thing which is fine whatever it's fine everybody people don't like to wait for things and wait for things play out and and especially wrestling fans and wrestling fan like i love wrestling i hate wrestling fans and i'm one of them it's just it's just you gotta and even even though I know some of the things in the background of like what we do at Ruthless Pro Wrestling, you know, it just kind of gives you a taste of like what actually goes into booking, promoting the work behind the scenes of RPW, which every person, no offense, with a podcast, with a microphone, with a blog, with whatever, th- thinks they know the business. They don't. They really don't. So all you can do is just analyze, maybe sometimes fan guess, and just kind of just like let it run. I, at this point, I'm just like, they need to take care of some of the backstage stuff because that's more people are more interested in how the sausage is getting made rather than enjoying the full dish of the food that you're seeing with the sausage and the sides and everything. They're more important about like, Oh, whose drama is what's going on. That's why the punk elite thing was terrible. That's why the Sammy Andrade or Sammy and Eddie Kingston or Sammy and whomever. See Sammy, Sammy and Sammy, (laughs) every, everybody on the roster. Yes. I feel, I honestly feel at this point, like AEW does need a little bit of trimming, you know, some pickups obviously were WWE big names and you get big eyes on your product. Sure. Some people have very flourished that were X WWE and X communicated and has done very well in uh in AEW. FTR comes for example. Look at them. They're fucking tremendous right now. Uh not only were they like enjoyable back where they were, but look at them now. They're incredible holding tag titles in three different companies at the same time. Um, you know, while they're pushing, you know, younger talent and giving that good combination, you know, Daniel Garcia right now is getting the rub between, you know, uh, Chris Jericho and Brian Danielson. You see the acclaimed winning the tag titles recently from swerving Keith Lee. You know, you see Wheeler Yuta being elevated in a team with William Regal and John Moxley and Claudio Claudio finally getting his flowers, getting a world title stuff. And, oh yeah, that was neat. You know, like stuff like that, you know, it, it's all working out and it's a good balance, but like, yeah, do you need, you know, I, I, I'm like, and the whole house of black Malachi black thing, which it seems like it basically, he just straight up goes, I hate rumors. I hate that. Everybody thinks they know what's going on. And I told the, I I'm saying this and I hate saying it. I'm a very private person, but this is what's going on. I asked for a break. I'm getting a break. I'm mentally and physically not well. I'd like to get well. I'd like to see my wife. Da, 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 da. Yeah, Triple H getting the books and triple and WWE, you know, contacting a lot of the talents. Sure, of course, Triple H wants some of his toys back. 
Look at Kevin Owens. Look at Johnny Gargano. Look at, you know, a lot of those other people. But at the same time, even if they go back and or even they'll have a fresh coat of paint, I there's nothing over there that I'm interested in. Nothing. Maybe if Gunther was still fat and dominating people, sure. But he looks (laughs) weird as hell skinny. I mean, good for him for getting healthy. But at the same time, like that was the whole thing about Walter was like he was big and intimidating and he looked like he'll beat the shit out of you. Like, that's why I love Eddie Kingston. A lot of people get on Eddie Kingston for his weight and everything, but that's like what like old school, hard hitting European Japanese wrestling is these big fucking huge dudes just chopping and back suplexing and whatever the fuck out of you. And it, it was impressive. And it was just like, oh, God, that looked like it hurt. It was that. And I feel like wrestling and I know I'm all over the place, but I feel like wrestling can be a combination of all of that. And that's why I like about AEW personally. There's a little bit of everything, a little bit of high flying, a little bit of technical wrestling, a little bit of hard hitting, a little bit of blood, a little bit of guts. You know, it's, it's a good smorgasbord of things and they could trim some talent. Absolutely. Some talents are getting the let go after their contracts are done, which is fine. You know, he's letting the contracts run out. Cool. You know, do I think they could turn one of those um, YouTube shows into like focusing more on the mid card and undercard? Absolutely. Instead of doing an hour or so of squashes. Sure. Whatever. But, you know, I'm not the booker. I Again, I'm just a fan giving my two cents. And I'm just and, and wrestling in general is very exciting. I don't know what's going on in Japan, though. Unfortunately, I think New Japan is kind of stale right now but i think COVID hit them harder than they expected um i mean the independence has been very rad right now you know the death match scene is really cool you know there's a lot of great wrestling out there you just gotta seek what it is watch what you will watch support what you support like what you like it's stop fighting about things that you don't know just come on man speaking of um new japan r.i.p antonio noki oh sad He's in he's in heaven slapping the shit out of Jesus. Yeah, that that shit cracked me up. I just I, like you ever see the video of like him? He like ordered like the whole entire like New Japan dojo like to come to the ring and he just slapped every person that walked up to him. And it was just incredible. I'm just like, absolutely. And I mean, brother was 80. That that's a full life in my book. Oh yeah. He lived a full life. Yeah. He was he he lived it, you know, he he was the epitome of Japanese wrestling started in New Japan. I mean, it's, oh yeah, you know, it, it was just big. I was watching videos of him when he like came out and just basically stopped one of the matches. <laughs> I was just laughing. I think it was uh, the fuck was it? Um, uh, God, I can't remember who it was, but I was looking at it. And I was just cracking up because uh, he just walks out there and you don't know what he's saying. Because, right, you know, it's in Japanese, and you're like, okay, what a what did he do? Oh, here it is. It was Luke Gallows was one of them and the Predator. He said it was so bad that Anoki ended it while slamming a chair into a barricade yelling bullshit. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> he just was not having it. Just walks out, slamming a chair. Oh, God. Inoki. You ever hear the uh, Bill Burr podcast commentary about Antonio Anoki and like I think the great Baba or whatever. And then like you, I don't know if you see the YouTube video, but Bill Burr explains like this idea about like this match with Antonio Noki and facing this other guy that like barely was wrestling. He's like, he's just this fat slob that would like no sell anything. And all of a sudden Antonio Noki just beats the living, like shoot beats the shit out of the dude in the ring. And they have to call the match because he like knocked him legit out. Oh damn no! YouTube it and and because Bill Burr's commentary is hilarious. I'm not a big fan of Bill Burr co- uh, uh, as a comedian, but he because he's one of those like oh nobody you know everybody's too soft nowadays. Shut up! No, it's just nobody wants to hear racist and sexist jokes in 2022 anymore. Get some better material. So um yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. YouTube it after this. You'll you'll enjoy the the five to ten minutes it was. So I'll have to check that out. Yeah, the, uh, I still enjoy Bill Burr, but I enjoy him more uh, for his role in Mandalorian. Thought he was fantastic. Oh. <laughs> I you know 
he was uh he was somebody that I wasn't expecting to bring in the Star Wars universe. And but he like, wasn't somebody I, I expected to be good either. Yeah, he was very good. It was good for what he was. He was a it was a space New Yorker. Yeah, <laughs> That's which what he was, was. <laughs> which was bad, which was fucking awesome. And it just sits there. And that's the first time you saw it. I know we're jumping all over. Well, but yeah. Mando, you know, take off his helmet. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you're like, huh. huh. I guess it is Pedro Pascal. <laughs> how, about, how about that? <laughs> how about that? I, I'll be damned. He is I in love, the suit. I, that's probably the one thing from Star Wars that I've really enjoyed recently. Um, I haven't watched, I haven't watched like the last two like trilogy from the Skywalker saga or whatever from it. Don't don't worry if you don't, I, I, that's what I, that's what I've heard at the same time. Uh, you know, but I've enjoyed Mandalorian. I've enjoyed, uh, you know, uh, uh, no, I stopped watching after like three episodes. (laughs) Here's Cody on his forklift 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 certified Cody. Yo, what up (laughs) on location? (laughs) <laughs> live yeah. from the factory yeah just wait till, you, wait till he gets on the radio jason jason doug doug yeah. <laughs> roger roger from the streets. <laughs> so, so we were talking what i really and you came at a perfect time because we were just talking about mandalorian did you real quick peapod and then we'll get to the back to wrestling did you enjoy obi-wan Kenobi. I did. I did. But I didn't watch the last episode for some reason. I like I planned on to and then I just got distracted oh, with a bunch of things and I haven't like sat down. That was and watched my favorite it. one. I, I need to watch it. But like yeah. I enjoyed. Well, because it's it's Ewan McGregor like yeah. doing great acting and then like Hayden actually getting his due. You know, oh, playing Vader. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He got his flowers. I yes, think uh, I, I think it was nicely deserved. Yes, it was. Um Cody, we started talking about, you know, all the different wrestling things going on and and uh, being basically armchair quarterback in wrestling. And uh, what I wanted to ask Peapod, which you came at a perfect time because I can't wait to hear this. What did you think of Grandpa Chris Jericho beating Claudio for the Ring of Honor title? I mean, what was they fighting over a brass belt? I mean, I mean like the Ring of Honor title basically is 30% off at JCPenney. When you buy a dress shirt, I I, I don't know. I guess. Hold on a second. They won now. <laughs> yeah, this is what Cody does. During, doing the wrong he, he works. We get to hear his work commentary. Oh, All right, cool. All right. This is yeah. what you get to enjoy. This is how our podcast goes. Peapod, right. you can see we do this mostly for us and our you know fourteen listeners, whatever it is at this point. Right. Yeah, I'm doing my job. I expedite stuff we don't need. Yeah. God damn it. Give me a raise. Mute yourself, Cody. Jesus Christ. The- All right, I'm done. <laughs> I mean, um, when I watched it, I'm just like, what are they doing here? But then it basically, it's uh, it, it's eventually Brian Danielson's going to win back the Ring of Honor title, obviously, because it's a full circle moment. That or it's fighting for the soul of Danny Garcia. We're not going to have a Daniel Garcia on a pull match. I have another custody of another Danny. Yep, exactly. What is it with Mexican and or with wrestling and custody of Mexican children? Wrestling was built on the on the backs of uh, some questionable comments. (laughs) We we did give uh, we did give R.I.P. I I didn't know if you wanted to say anything real quick, Cody, about Antonio Inoki. Oh, yeah. The the, if we break it down, the one of the like, what up, Miller? Um, One of the true like members of the Mount Rushmore. Um, you know, Antonio Inoki, Giant Baba, El Santo, and, um, you know, I guess you could put Terry on there too. Um, but I mean, with no Inoki, dude, with no Inoki, you have no pride fighting. You have no New Japan. Um, you know, you have no bad news bears going to Japan. You know, like Inoki is a true legend. He's I'm 100% sh- right. 100%. I, I'm shocked you put Terry on the Mount Rushmore because I know how you feel about Terry. Yeah, fuck but Terry. it, but you know, did change it. It is Terry. His, his contribution to wrestling, what it, what it, what it is. Nobody can ever deny that. 
He is still a piece of shit. But, you know, you you say anything about anything about pro wrestling and probably good 75, 80%, somebody will say something about Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Right. And I mean, without without Anoki, we don't have a big Van Vader. No, no. I mean, you imagine if Big Van Vader really was uh, freaking uh, uh, Ultimate Warrior, uh, old James. Old James. No, that's a good point. Yeah, I'm going to call him by his government name, too. He ain't nobody special. <laughs> the, uh, well, I, I told uh, uh, Peapot, I don't know if you've been able to go to Sylvania Toy Company at all. Um, if you've been able to get over there, love the place. I told Cody I had to buy, they had the classic old school wrestling buddies and they had a Terry. So I had to buy it cause I had him as a kid. You know, I had him boss man, macho man, uh, warrior had them all. And I told, I told Cody, I was like, they had, uh, they had old Terry there pretty much mint condition. Where does he sit on my bed? Just for Cody. I look at him and I think of Cody every night. <laughs> he would have been a, a doormat at my house. <laughs> would have been a dog toy. Yeah. Oh, God. I couldn't. For what I spent on that thing, I could not do it. Oh, well, yeah. 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 But, I mean, it, it was cool to have for, you know, the kid. And Grayson looks at me more at the – because I let him get some, a few things. I let him go into the little – they have, like, little bins like plastic bins of, you know, Star Wars or Ninja Turtles or, you know, Marvel, you whatever, like two, three bucks a piece. So I let Grayson, you know, go haywire and just grab. Yeah, dude, you can get six for six for 15. Get what you want. I don't give a shit. And, uh, you know, he does that. He gets his stuff and they have some old school toys. And the guys there, the guy that owns it, he and his wife, they're just great people. They're only open three days a week, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, one to six. It's awesome. If you haven't been there, Peapod, check it out, man. If you like some of the retro stuff, you got some good wrestling stuff and, um, they will barter with you a little bit. You know, I, I made, I refuse to barter because I, you know, I want to give people, I support local business, but I told my son, I'm like, Hey, boy, I'm going to teach you about bartering. Come here. So he, this was last year. He wanted uh, the Iron Man Infinity Gauntlet. Okay. You know? And it was like 110 bucks. And I said, hey, Grayson, tell him, tell him how much you want to pay for it. He's like, uh, and he's like, um, and the guy's like, do you want to pay 120? He's like, no, 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 no. And he's like, um, 90. And he's like, okay. I'm like, all right, kid. There you go. Good job. Way to go, kid. That was, that was easy. Down 20 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Good job, kid. You tell him to call him a jabroni in the process? Oh, God. I would have. That would have been awful. <laughs> but, like, like he, they've done so well over there. They were in a small area. They expanded to the other, like, right next door. They ripped down the wall and got even more area for the store. And, I mean, they have a ton of cool stuff, ton of old school shit when we were kids. And uh, so if you ever get a chance, people, go check that out. Yeah. It, just good people and um, nice little business over there and, and a lot of different retro things. All the good shit, you know, is, you know, behind the counter, of course, but uh, they do have quite a few things that are, that are out there and in display cases and, and, you know, it's just enjoyable. I got me a, well, you watched, you watched Mando. I'll show you what I bought because he had it over there. Uh, let's see if we can see it. Uh, damn it. I, I hate the light here. There you go. Oh, that's nice. Had to get old Cobb in the outfit. Old Cobb. Yep. So, you know, it is what it is. But um, with Peapot on, Cody, like I said, Cody wanted to make a special appearance. He couldn't come last week. He's like, Peapod's on. I'm coming. I got to be there. So Peapod made a good point. And I wanted to see, like he talked about, and, and Cody, I want your honest opinion, not your shitting on AEW opinion. Peapod mentioned trimming some fat over there at AEW. Who are each of you, three to four guys you would get rid of right now? Sammy Guevara. <laughs> I wouldn't get rid of Sammy Guevara. Uh, I'd actually keep him, and I'd make him my top heel, to be wow. honest. Really? Yeah, he's the, getting a lot of heat, though. The, the only reason I would say I would get rid of him, he plays a good heel. The only reason I would get rid of him is just because of the shitty attitude that he's doing backstage, apparently. Yeah, I don't care about that. Make me some yeah. money. Yeah. You, better learn, you better know how to fight. You'll be shitting backstage. You better know how to fight. Oh, yeah. my God. T- 
Hold on, real quick. Time out. AEW, I forgot it's uh, scissoring day. So, oh, God. <laughs> They're on there right now. Billy Gunn's out there with the acclaimed scissor me daddy ass. I, I saw, he- I saw uh, Alton Brown participate on Instagram. You posted scissoring. that. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? When something like that, when yeah. wrestling, when something in wrestling can transcend yeah. outside of the bubble of wrestling, I think it's fantastic. That's why they gotta go. Why? I can't make serious. I can't make money selling a scissor me daddy ass t-shirt. I, they are. That, <laughs> it, people, it was the number one selling shirt on pro wrestling teams. Right. And then after everybody buy it, then what? It's not like a DX t-shirt that where yeah, everybody can buy that shirt. I can get hell. I can get hell. I, I, I get, get that. I get that scissor me daddy ass for Grayson. Who cares? I, I can't get word school. I, I can't get Nana to buy me a scissor me daddy ass t-shirt for Christmas. <laughs> I'm getting you one along with the like, along with the that doesn't work for me, brother. Hulk Hogan shirt. I I can't, man. If I can get Nana and Papa to buy me a D Generation X T-shirt, because they don't know what the hell that means, you know, <laughs> they don't know what that. Like, hey, yeah, come on, like, Nana and Papa them. don't know what Scissor Me means. Like, dude, come on, man. They don't they know. know they know what Scissor no. Me means. I'm putting it out there. We're gonna do a Family Feud poll and ask people <laughs> over sixty if they know what Scissor Me means. But you know what? I'm, I'd like to listen to that. <laughs> It's right. gonna invite people on. Yeah. Hey, uh, so what, what do you think? Between so, that and uh, what's his name will probably get injured again because he got a bad knee. Um, not Max Caster, but uh, Anthony Bowens. Yeah, Anthony Bowens. Like he needs just to like. I, I wouldn't completely release him. I just I'd tell him, hey, go get healthy and then come back. Because I, I mean, mean, that's what he did. He was on the sidelines for like. Two months or two, three months or something like that. I forget. I forget. Side note: I forget how big fucking Kip Sop is. Jesus Christ, dude! Brother is sixty. Is he? Yeah, with asthma. Dude, he is just straight jacked. Yeah, that's when you go to the gym and you don't do cardio. Excuse me, fifty-eight. He's fifty-eight. Still, still. I know, right? How crazy is that? Dude, well, we know we know he's probably it would be a good surprise, but I don't know if Tony Khan and, and Paul are there yet. But uh if he showed up on the twenty fifth DX anniversary on Monday, I doubt he does. Oh, I highly doubt it. I doubt yeah, he, he does. Do but hey, uh, you know what? Hunter need, or Paul needs to stop that nonsense too. You can't have anniversaries when you're not active. Ain't none of them jokes active. It's not an anniversary. That's like Marrying somebody 10 years ago, then you get a divorce or you separate and you want to celebrate the anniversary. You know, hey, man, hold up. My, my 10 year wedding anniversary is coming up in three weeks from tomorrow. A whole, that's a whole different situation. No, well, no, 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 it's not. not based on I what you count. just said, we I got married, count. we got divorced, we're back together. That's Technically, if we different. were still married, it'd be 10 years on October 27th. Hey, but, but, you got back, but you got back together. Yeah. Like, how many times are they going to kick this we're, damn but, horse down? But according to the law, we're inactive. So, right. <laughs> we can't have that 10 year. Right. You got to start over. <laughs> start over <laughs> on my shit. Well, okay. So, you gave me Sammy. Um, Peapod, uh, you, you gave me Sammy. Give me two others. Uh, I would. I'm looking at the roster right now. Uh, I would unfortunately break up Dark Order. I would move Evil Uno to like a backstage video game PR role. I'd keep Alex Reynolds and and uh uh, jo- uh John Silver together as a tag team. Uh, I'd get who else would I get? Rid- I would get rid of Private Party. They're just there. I mean, personally, personally, I'd like to see Butcher and Blade uh, Butcher be pushed more. Honestly, yeah. um, that's just me. Uh, honestly, and and I hate saying this, it was a cool pickup, but he's not doing anything. Honestly, I would get rid of Andrade. I think the experiment is a flop. 
Uh, I don't know if that was bad booking, probably, or just like not as flashy or interesting as he was. It's just not nothing's getting over. I I'd get rid of him. Um, well, uh, I'd be I'd do the same with Adam Cole. I think Adam Cole in the whole undisputed era bringing over AEW was just trying to be a flex. I think the experiment was done. Bobby Fish, fuck Bobby Fish. Like he has yeah. all these hot takes or what? Fuck you, whatever. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly, he's a great wrestler, but I mean, man, let me see who else I'm looking at. Kyle O'Reilly don't have a neck. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you really don't. Kyle, uh, no neck. Um, uh, who else would I would get rid of? Cody, would you uh, keep Jericho? Uh, nope. What is he doing? Like, what is he? He's not bringing anybody. I, I mean, like, who am I? Okay, well, first we got to establish who am I? What am I trying to do with my company? Am I trying to expand my company? Or am I content with the 800 to uh, 100 or uh, 8 to 1.1 million viewers I get every week? They've been, they've been consistently over a million, Cody. If, but if I want more than that, I mean, there's also nothing going on right now. The only thing that's going on is football season. And that's Sunday, Sunday, Thursday, Saturday. It's on Monday. Basketball season, huh? It's on Mondays, too. More Mondays. Um, but basketball season, get ready to start. Um, hold on a second. God okay. damn, Cody. <laughs> Tell these work people to. I fuck think. Off. I think. Well, I, I think when he when he comes back, I, you know, uh, I think Chris Jericho. I don't disagree that Chris Jericho's not doing anything, but also it's a good. He's a good like foundational talent. Mm-hmm. He he he's done. You know, he's done the work of being kind of just like that that Undertaker esque role of being the veteran that's been there a while. You can you can hold on to him for stuff as shit goes down. Kind of like the same with Moxley a little bit. Those are your kind of your like your 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 foundational pillars. Not necessarily to showcase them necessarily, but they're there. They're always there to help. They're gonna help people rise up. Um, you know, it's it's guys like that. Yo, know, yeah. It's great to see Sting get his flowers. Whatever, unnecessary, sure, absolutely. But you know, I I feel. What, did, did say that again? I said Jericho hasn't brought anybody up since he's been there. Everybody that's done anything with him, he's had to rebuild ever since. Like he killed Sammy Guevara. The only person that he couldn't kill was MJF. And yeah, MJF because he's. Nobody's yeah. killing MJF. No, no. absolutely. That's your he number one heel. He killed my he killed Moxley. He killed Eddie Kingston. He killed Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. Like, and I mean, as boring as Daniel Garcia is, you know, he cooled him off a little bit too. I mean, right now, Chris Jericho is like, you know, Scott Hall in WCW at this point. I mean you are you're one hundred percent entitled to your opinion. That is quite all right. I vastly disagree. Vastly disagree. How, did, how does John Moxley not do anything when John Moxley won the title from Chris Jericho? John Moxley was already that hot though. And uh, John Moxley was that hot, so Chris Jericho couldn't cool him off. Like John Moxley and MJF were that hot that Chris Jericho couldn't cool him off. I mean, look at Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston was like the second hottest baby face in the company. Then he did that dumb shit with Chris Jericho. And now all of a sudden he having slap fights with Sammy Guevara because he called him fat. Yeah, I, I will. I will. I will agree with the Eddie and, Kingston thing. I think I think what killed Eddie Kingston was the hat on the hat, which was that whole barbed wire everywhere match. I know that like the long term story for Eddie Kingston is like Eddie Kingston's always been that he'll never win the big one because it's going to build to a point where he will win the big one. And it's going to be a big fucking deal when that's going to happen. I don't know. Should have it already happened? Probably. Um, but I, I feel like Eddie Kingston still just like that, that underdog that everybody loves to get behind. Um, you know, I know he's not for everybody. I completely get, I get that. He's not the look. 
He doesn't look like a wrestler. I personally am a big fan of dudes that just like look just big, just meaty dudes slapping the shit out of each other. If you like that old school, you know, all Japan style and everything, you'll you you will enjoy people like him. And if you don't, that's fine. Um, I just, you know, I I I I disagree, but that's fine. You know, everybody's got got what they want. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fault you for that. Um, you know, I there are people that I think get the rub and get elevated, but I don't think necessarily being pushed towards like a title or constantly on television. This is also the problem with AEW, obviously. You have three hours a week, two live, one pre-taped on a Friday night at 10 p.m. that nobody's fucking watching. And two YouTube shows that you could have used to help build more for your middle and undercards instead of using them as squash matches. You need to go back to what AEW Dark was on YouTube was the dark matches shown from the live audience now on YouTube. But it featured lower card talent, talent not in a major storyline on Dynamite at the point. But now it's a it's a place to help elevate and uh, elevate more jobbers or uh, introduce newer talent, I guess, to the audience. Eh, it is what it is. I, I get it. I understand it. Um, I was looking more at the at the roster. I mean, unfortunately, I feel like I will say I will say and I know they hinted it in the uh, in the in the Jericho Kingston feud, but Santana Ortiz never winning a tag title run is criminal. I will agree with that. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Jericho killed them too to the point where I will wrong anymore. I mean, I get like yes, they were on TV and one of the probably the biggest in in year one of the company. They were part of the the the, the heel faction and they got more TV time for a lot of things. But at the end of the day, they end up being just stooges. I don't disagree on that that fact. Now Santana and Ortiz they got booked on that. Yeah, Santana Ortiz is uh is now uh like not able to wrestle together. Well, Santana's injured, but apparently they are not on good terms. So Ortiz is probably going to be on his way out, unfortunately. And that sucks. And Santana probably will be on his way out as well if they're not actively going to be tagging together. Um what else would I get rid of? I'd get rid of everybody from the factory. QT Marshall, move him to the back, move him for an agent, maybe a, uh, as a QT lower card heel guy to get over or whatever for a face for a face push. Sure. But like all the guys with him, get him out of there. Tony niece. We don't need Tony niece. Why the fuck do we need Tony niece? Get him out. Um, I'm looking at, I mean, Sean Spears is probably done soon, but he was always going to be a good hand. I hope Ethan page gets to do more. Because I feel like Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, both individually, are pretty decent, pretty good. But together, in my opinion, the men of the year thing was a charisma black hole. And and Dan Lambert did not help them at all. Dan Lambert's a great heel manager. And he's a good, oh my God, I hate this guy. Get him off my television. Almost borderline X-Pac heat. But I feel for something like Page and Scorpio together just... Just didn't vibe with me. That's just me, though. I was going to say, um, on a side note for Cody, since he mentioned some ratings, the last uh, raw viewership under the McMahon tutelage was 1.7 million. It hasn't been under 1.9 since, since he's been that's out. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. Like, I don't know. Dude. Paul is remotely trying to make money. Like, Paul need to quit worrying about us old heads that's going to watch anyway, trying to bring back, you know, Kane and DX for these damn anniversaries and and concentrate on what he has. As long as they make that segment like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, I don't care. But, like, get back to the shit. Yeah, I don't need it either. I don't need it either. Like, Peapod and I, we were messaging each other earlier and talking about – you know, this whole thing that, you know, they're trying to build into stuff, you know, build storylines, which is actually nice. You know, you got Johnny Gargano or Johnny Wrestling, whatever you want to call him, um, and Theory, Austin Theory, trying to build that back from when they were, you know, together. And I'm like, this this should be okay. This should be interesting. And you got uh, your girl, Cody, Bailey, you know, she was just 
She's going to be in the ladder match this weekend. We'll talk about that here in a bit. I will say bringing Bailey back and having uh, Dakota Kai and Io Shirai, Sky, whatever she's called this week, I think that's a really fascinating team they're building right there. Say it again. I said it holds Bailey down. That's the only bad part. I just I think I think she's bringing them up more. Because people people that didn't watch NXT, which is most of you know wrestling fans, and just watch Monday Night Raw, did not know who those two were, and now they know who they are. They were just main eventing last night, you know, or Monday night, whenever it was. So, I mean. It'll be good with a ladder match for her, you know, fighting for the title with Bianca and, and we'll see because you got Ashka and Alexa Bliss and, you know, they're doing this whole white rabbit thing. And, you know, everybody, most everybody believes it's Bray Wyatt. And, you know, that's if it's not going to be Bray be. Wyatt, it's going to be a such a huge fail. But it, clearly it is. Oh, God. That's clearly. what I said. I'm like, it, OK, it's Paul. So I have more trust in Paul than I do in Vince. If it was Vince, it would be Corbin. Like I was telling you that people think it's Corbin. I'm like. If it's him, like last time we saw Corbin was the first time we saw like kind of a body and it looked like that's when the whole white rabbit thing started. And, you know, when Corbin got into the, he got into a limo, it's last time we saw him, it was JBL's limo. So I'm like, oh, okay, put him with JBL. I'd be fine with that. JBL can be his mouthpiece. Fine with me, you know, but I, I hope like you said, it better be Bray Wyatt or it's going to be bad. Baron Corbin gives me like Miz vibes and I can't stand the Miz as I, a wrestler, as a being. I get it. Whatever he does, he does and plays a good heel. But I personally, I've never been a fan of the Miz. Didn't like him in the real world. Didn't like him on Tough Enough. Don't like him now. <laughs> I know. And I, Baron I envy, Corbin and gives I me the him. same. I Baron Corbin gives me the Maurice. same energy. That's because the Miz is everything you want to be, like Visa. Oh yeah, I wish I I wish I was in Maurice once, but uh, the uh, or I mean with Maurice, with Maurice. That's what I meant to say. That's what in Maurice. Oh yeah, nice Freudian slip there. <laughs> yeah, Freud, very Freudian. Thank you. Very Freudian. The uh, um, no, you, you know it's it, and I I know Cody, you don't really care for Dexter Loomis. Um, but I just laugh. What else did he do? I, I don't care. I laugh my ass off every time I just see him wherever he may be just to attack the Miz. When he was in the Montreal Canadiens or whoever it was, hockey gear, like just standing there like a dummy. And he pops that off. He was a security guard. He's just putting Miz to sleep. Johnny Gargano on Monday was, you know how they do their clips before a commercial where they're walking down the hallway to the ring or whatever. And he's walking down. And over his shoulder, you see Loomis sitting there, like, rubbing Miz's head. Gargano stops for a minute, turns, and Miz is just laying there. <laughs> and Dexter's gone. And then Miz, like, he taps Miz, he wakes up, and he's holding the picture of Dexter Loomis and just runs away. I'm like, so, oh, my God. I, and so they like, finally found a white dude to play the boogeyman character. Oh, dude. And like you and I said, though, we when we talked about it, you know, bringing back the old the Wyatt family, like, now, you know, Karrion Cross, Dexter Loomis, Scarlett Bardot, you know, people like that, put them there. Fine. You know, it, it like who's what? You know, you got your white rabbit, you got all this other shit. But thank God, I'm just happy it's Paul and not Vince, but he has to still book it right. That's the thing. Oh. Well, How are you gonna book think- it right? Who's he gonna fight? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, who are they gonna put him against? Other than I told Peapod that I hope he doesn't show up till Crown Jewel when Oldberg's out there and just kills Goldberg from WWE forever. Like spirit, <laughs> everything. Like Ghostbusters sucks Why him not? into the sucks him in, he's gone. Like I would be fine with that. I just it's I mean it's cool to have a nice new set of toys to play with, but again, there's nothing I don't find anything interesting you know, for me to go over there and watch. I know maybe, maybe when Cody Rhodes wins the world title, I'd be interested in watching just to see, well, you know, what's going to happen if, but then again, I'm just like, eh, whatever. I'm just so like, meh on a lot of things. You are also, you're also the guy that makes time to watch AEW on YouTube. You know, like there's only a select few of you guys. No, I don't disagree. I I, I don't always watch it. 
you know, yeah, I, I mean, you actually make time to watch it though. There's more guys like Gray and I that I wish I would sit and watch YouTube to watch some dudes I don't even know if I'm not freaking glued to the YouTube channel or, you know, I got to be like this underground wrestling scene. Like, just because y'all like them, like, just because y'all like them don't make them good, all right? And, like, Tony, Tony Khan and, and Paul, they're going to have to figure out, like, who do you really want? You know, who, what, what, uh, what avenue do you want to use to expand your fan base? Because, obviously, this whole, like, I mean, AEW's been around for three years now. They've had YouTube shows. There's, what, 15 shows on YouTube at this point? And they haven't gotten any more, any more viewership because of it. You know, you, you, you got four YouTube shows. You bought a whole other company that, you know, those same guys that watch the YouTube shows know who they are. But yet, this is looking worse than when Vince bought WCW. And at least Vince was smart enough to merge all the titles instead of walking around having WCW and, and WWE titles, you know, defended separately on different shows. Because if you're no, not Hold on a second. Because he did not merge those titles. He, he called them WWE title. He kept that title separate forever. And not to mention the ECW title he brought back for no fucking reason. But he also brought that back as a separate brand. Though. Well, I, I did say this. I did say this. I did say this earlier, Cody. Yeah, you missed this, Cody. I know what that, you're going to That I really feel that while in the beginning of the year, there was not a merger going on between WB and Discovery. Because I feel like if that merger was not going on, Ring of Honor would have already been its separate entity and separate brand and not shuffled into AEW right now. I think they are having to unfortunately buy time with what's going on. So you have this whole company. So you kind of have to showcase in some sort of fashion a lot of those guys that are still are somewhat under contract with Ring of Honor once you start yeah. doing more and more separate stuff. Yeah, but the merger don't have anything to do with the YouTube shows. Right. That's why that's why I said that I've said that before that you can turn one of those YouTube shows to feature more. And it doesn't feature, yeah. It, yeah, I know, it doesn't feature constant, saying. you know, constant uh constant squash matches. Uh, and everything you could have built that or or turned one of those things into uh, a weekly Ring of Honor show and things like that. That was kind of like what Paul said, you know, when Paul was on that BT Sports did that interview, and I was like, he just did not want to admit that they lost to AEW. You know, okay. he he did admit it, but he said it is great. They beat our C show. I'm like, <laughs> no, wait a minute, no, wait you a can't. minute. <laughs> I'm like. First off, it's not your C show. It's a completely different brand. If you're going to do that, it's a completely different brand. And they beat him. And you did go up against them and you lost. So sorry, Paul. Remember and that said, press release? It's not a, it's not a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Right. Yeah. That and the thing. whole, and, and then you moved your brand that was on the WWE network as, as, uh, as a, you know, grow up brand, whatnot, a test brand. And then you moved it off the network to USA two weeks before Dynamite aired on USA, aired on the same time uh, as AEW Dynamite was going on. But it was your third brand. It was your sec- your, your C-show. Eh, I mean, it's still the C-show. Well, no, yeah, it, but it's not. It's I think it's a completely different show. Now like, it's- if your varsity squad, squad can't beat my varsity squad, your varsity squad ain't that good. Varsity. Well, flat now out. wait a minute. Flat out. That varsity, varsity squad. It don't matter how long it's been around. If your varsity squad can't beat my varsity squad, when you spend a bunch of time talking about my varsity squad and how they ain't this and that, and you had a chance, you still not pulling numbers the same way my varsity squad is. I don't want to hear nothing. Well, the the going back since you're mentioning varsity squads, remember. WCW's varsity squad didn't do shit against WWF until Hogan turned heel. That was it. That's what did it. Now, could 
AEW compete that way in the rate. They're never going to beat him in money. There's no way. There's too much There's fucking money in WWE. But he's not trying to do that. And Peapod did make a good point about Tony Khan. He's a he's a fan. He's a mark. He's a money mark. Yeah, I think absolutely. that was a perfect perfect thing to call him. Was a money mark. Hey Terry, down here. All right. I thought he was talking about Terry. 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 <laughs> I thought, oh, I Terry. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it definitely would have been down here if it was that Terry. <laughs> Um, but no, I mean, Tony Khan, like, I mean, let's be all honest about this though, too. Tony Khan and Ted Turner are same people, same person. Ted Turner had the money to buy WCW and turn it into world championship wrestling. Tony Khan did the same thing. Well, his daddy gave him the money to do all that. If Tony Khan wasn't Tony Khan, AEW would be Impact Wrestling. Struggling to find a spot on a network with about seven to 800,000 viewers consistently. But the only they're on a network. And they have, by the way, well, I was going to say the worst franchise in football. They lost money every year. So um, the NFL franchises don't lose money. I mean, that's in comparison to other NFL franchises. They lose money. Well, they're not getting, they're getting money now. They're, they money. they're winning now. Right. So, a they different. lose money. If you got enough money to own a football team and a uh, soccer team and what is something else that they own, AEW. You, got money. <laughs> right. like, you were a billionaire. Basically, you did the same thing that Ted Turner did and same thing that Vince McMahon did. You took a turnkey operation and you made it. God, you made more money off of it than what you invested. It's like, I don't want to hear nobody trying to say, because somebody's going to say that too. Well, Vince McMahon started with nothing. Vince McMahon didn't start with nothing. <laughs> yeah. The only, thing, <laughs> like, the only thing he didn't start with was, uh, was his daddy. And his daddy had to find somebody to pass that shit on to. And obviously, Vince's brother wasn't no good. So, that's who he passed it to. Well, Shahid, you know, Shahid Khan, when he um, when he started, or when he put his money into AEW, he was worth like $6 billion. Now he's worth $10.5 billion. Good for him. Right. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's what Capitalism. I'm saying. Capitalism yeah. at its finest. Yeah, when you start in with a, when you start in as a billionaire, just like Ted Turner, that's why it didn't matter to him that WCW was losing money. I mean, all you were paying when you Ted Turner and WCW was losing all the money that they were losing. The only thing you were paying for were the contracts. You weren't paying for network TV time. Hell, it's your network. You know, you're not paying for TV time. Like, you still get money on advertising. So, as much as they lost money, you know, Ted Turner himself didn't really lose any money. That, no, you're right. That's what I love. I'm reading about Shahid Khan, you know, worked and um, he was working, started Bumper Works in, like, the late 70s, early 80s. And then he uh, got a $50,000 loan from the SBA, 16000 of his own savings. In 1980, he bought Flexengate. And uh, <laughs> Flexengate from his former employer, bringing Bumper Works into the fold, which was his company, grew the company so that they supplied bumpers for the big three automakers. 84, he began supplying small number of bumpers to Toyota pickups. By 87, it was the sole supplier for Toyota pickups. 89 was the sole supplier for the entire Toyota line in the U.S. And then uh, since then, has grown from $17 million in sales to $2 billion in 2010 to $9 billion in 2020 in sales. Absolutely wild. Talk about a self-made guy. Like, Right. Capitalist. He's more self-made than Vince. Yeah. Oh, so he, yeah, he started himself. I was reading his first job was washing dishes for $1.20 an hour. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. yeah, he bought that in 1980. So he was 30, 32, somewhere around there. 30, 1980. Yeah, he was 30 when he bought it. Well, 
Flexing go. God damn. Well, uh, that's something just a little wild. And then he yeah. bought the Jaguars in 2011. For $12 and a 12-pack of Bush Light. <laughs> and not even Bush Apple, just Bush Light. Uh, He's one of three NFL owners born outside the U.S. Kim Pagula, who uh, bought the Bills, South Korea, and Wolf was born in Germany, who owns the Vikings. Hmm. Pretty interesting guy. I did not know that. I learned something today. Hey, uh, just so you know, Cody, Shahid Khan was the majority shareholder in Black News Channel throughout the network's two-year existence. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Because it's not in existence right now. I know. That's why it's it's two years of existence. Yeah, because he bought it and then refused to pay people. Oof. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. There's no such thing. Let's be. There's no such thing as a nice billionaire. 